Hello and welcome to My Tiny Bottles, the podcast where I'm exploring my grandmother's legacy of miniature liquor bottles, one tiny bottle at a time. I'm your host, Tammy Coxon. Bottle number 49 is Ouzo by Metaxa, and this tiny bottle has definitely seen better days. The label on it is super dirty and was falling off. Along the way, someone taped it back on, but crookedly. Poor little bottle. I wrote all about Ouzo and how it's made in bottle 20, Butari Ouzo. The short version is that it's a distillation of anise seed, which gives it a strong licorice flavor and a distinct sweetness, even when there's no actual added sugar. There are usually other botanicals included for flavoring, and in the case of Metaxas Ouzo, the company's website mentions iris flower and mastic, which is an aromatic resin from a Mediterranean tree. Other than that, there's not really a lot out there about Metaxas Ouzo. There is, however, a lot out there about Metaxa. Metaxa is both a company and a name for a Greek spirit. When it was first launched by Spiros Metaxa in 1888, it was called a cognac. Then, presumably as a result of those key paragraphs in the Treaty of Versailles that I talked about in bottle 15, Asbach or Alt Brandy, they could no longer use the name cognac and switched to calling it brandy. But now they can't even use that term because Metaxa isn't really brandy either. So what is it? It's a base of muscat wine with added distilled grape spirits, flavored with various botanicals and aged. To be called brandy, it could only be the distilled spirits themselves. Now, I've not tried it myself, but according to some great vintage ads on the company's website, it's miserable in a martini, but you can snifter it as a fine brandy because it's rich without harshness, or sip it as a liqueur because it's smooth but not sticky. It's certainly been popular for a long time all around the world, and apparently appreciated by royalty. Both the old Metaxa bottles and my Ouzo bottle have seals on the label representing royal warrants from the King of Greece and the late King of Serbia. Which King of Serbia? I have not been able to find out. And even though Greece abolished the monarchy in 1973, the seals stuck around at least into the 80s. Metaxa the company has probably been making Ouzo in Greece for a long time, but it seems like it wasn't exported very much until the 1970s. At least, that's when newspaper mentions of it in the U.S. and Canada pick up. That also matches the Canadian trademark filing I found with a very similar label design from 1977. I'm going to put 1974 as a start date for this Canadian bottle, since its label is in English and French, and that's when the Dual Language Act passed. For an end point, I think I can narrow it down to before 1987, based on a pair of print ads from 82 and 87, where the Ouzo label has changed in between. There's a non-zero chance that there's some actual Metaxa somewhere in the collection, and if that happens, I'll have to find you another story to tell about it. Meanwhile, I've just got another licorice-flavored liqueur to not look forward to, but I'll tuck it away with the Butari and bring both of them when I finally go on my bucket list trip to Greece. Visit MyTinyBottles.com if you want to see a picture of this poor, sad, crooked-labeled bottle. It would appreciate the love. Or check it out on social media at MyTinyBottles. You can leave comments at both those places, and I'd love to hear from you and find out what you're enjoying about the pod. Cheers! This episode was produced by Lester Graham. The theme song is Snooter by Josh Woodward.